This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire DC Absolute. Hell yeah. Holy crap, this is amazing. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special episode of the Absolute DC Podcast with my dogs barking in the background as normal because someone, I think, just walked into my house. But anyway, Ronnie and I are participating in um, in a special little, I guess, an anniversary project for the Blackest Night event. So the hashtag JLMay has been going around on Twitter with some DC podcasts where everyone's talking different parts of Blackest Night. Um, and Ronnie and I decided we were going to hop in and uh, we are going to be talking about the the Blackest Night Flash three-issue miniseries. Um, this is all being done by the Lantern cast. Uh, I believe they they started everything. They got the whole ball rolling and they're kind of, you know, they took the lead and they're organizing the whole thing. So, um, you can check out the Lantern cast, uh, other people that have been doing episodes, the podcast of Oa did some, um, Fire and Water podcast did some, Coffee and Comics podcast did some ep- uh, some stuff. So you can look for all that. Everything's hashtag JL May. And, you know, you ready to talk a little Blackest Night Flash, Ronnie? I am. And this is actually my second one because uh, the Batpod did... Hashtag JL May, the Batman. So oh, I guess, yeah, I probably should have mentioned that you did this. Yeah, that's all right. So I get to talk <laughs> uh, to Blackest Night <coughs> tie-ins. Yeah. So before we actually so, um, go into that, I have a question, though. <clears throat> sure. Does the DC Universe app stink? No, that's not my question. Um, to read comics, I should put that more in context. Um, back when Blackest Night came out. Yes. Did you dig it? Do you still dig it? Well, okay. People who have listened to the show know that I'm like, I'm a big Green Lantern fan. Yep. So Blackest Night, which sort of spun sort of out of the Sinestro Core War. Mm-hmm. those two events are like two of my favorite things ever um blackest night i absolutely love the whole run um i mean i think i'm trying to think i don't even know close to 80 issues if you count all of the minis and tie-ins mm-hmm. i i would assume it's got to be up there yeah it's got to um, be close when when the the event was happening I mean, it was over seven or eight months, I guess, when as all of it was coming out. And I I read the main book and like I kind of picked and, you know, I would pick and choose which of the side stories I'd read. Um, you know, like some of the stuff I, I remember there were some like weird things. Um, I, I want to say there was like a bunch of like. I mean, I know there were Doom Patrol tie-ins I didn't read. I think there were a couple Adam books I didn't read. But, like, since the whole thing, I have managed to read the entire 
<laughs> the ridiculously long story. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, I love it. I'm, and I'm actually, I'm really glad that, that, um, they decided they were going to put this thing together. You know, the, the lantern cast. Yeah. So it gave me an excuse to reread some of the side books that I haven't read in a very long time. So that's kind of cool. And it's also gave me a, a, a nice excuse to go back to, um, a little blue lantern flash. Yeah. <laughs> which, which was one of my favorite parts of the whole thing. Now, so your con friend, um, he yes. has the hardcover omnibus of it, right? He, he has the absolute edition of it. Yeah. So um, I'm assuming that one weighs just as much as my 52. Absolutely. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it weighs a lot. Yeah. Like leaving <laughs> intentions a, on your knees if you're sitting down. Yeah, it's a heavy book. And I know, um, oh, uh, I forget, not Jeff Johns. Um, I, I'm just blanking on the writer. Um, not the writer, the, the artist. Uh, I, Ivan, Ivan Reese. Rice, Reese, however it's pronounced. Uh, he was at New York Comic Con a few years back, and my friend was like, I need to bring this and get it signed. And that was the year that I brought, I don't know, maybe the first six six or seven Invincible hardcovers with me uh-huh. at, on the same day in my bag <laughs> to get signed. And I'm like, he saw me struggling with that stuff because I, like, I, I went to his place and we were taking the train in from by him. And he saw me struggling with my with my backpack, and he's like, "Yeah, maybe I'll leave this book at home <laughs> and, not, and not carry this all day with me." I'm like, "That's a wise choice." I'm like, "I don't know, I don't know why I didn't do like two of these books a day <laughs> instead." I'm like, "Yeah, I'll just bring all of them in one yeah. shot and have them signed." Yeah, but yeah, and I got to tell you, I mean, if you've seen any of the absolute editions of the books, that I mean, this this book looks fantastic. It's it's on my my short list of stuff to get when I decide I'm gonna start springing for those. Yeah, so. uh, yeah, I, I'm keeping my eyes peeled <laughs> for for those. So yeah, that that's what it is. I I just don't want to pay crazy amounts for it. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to put a down payment on a car for it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, when when this came out, did you? Did you read it? Is it you know when it was coming out, or, or was, how did you? I was kind of like you, like I was reading the main event as it was coming out, mm-hmm. and then there was some that I mean back then I didn't read everything like I read now, right? Which might be a good thing, I don't know, but uh, there was some tie-ins that I didn't read until like this event this hashtag JL May event right spurred me to go read some that I hadn't read and then reread some that I had read that I, I enjoyed a lot but like you said I think there was there was uh, Doom Patrol one cause like back then I did the Flash one and and uh Aquaman one. Right. And the Batman one and the Superman one. 
I know you were, did you read the Teen Titans books when they were coming out? I know you're always I, into the Titans. Yeah, but I don't think I did, though. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I, I mean, there were tie-ins with, like, Secret Six, and I, I want to um, like, Wonder Woman definitely had stuff, and I think there were some, outs, like, maybe Outsiders, and there was, like, Shazam was there, and there was... I mean, like some of the, I, I want to say like some of the obscure, like the, the, oh, what was that book called? Um, the Western Tales, whatever. Um, I'm blanking on the name. Weird, uh, I think it was just called Weird Western Tales. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I, I think even that like crossed into this with stuff. And it's just like, you know, as much as I like the event and everything else, I'm like, I, I'm not going to pick up that at the time, you know, because it's like, I guess back then it was more, I don't like, you know, like now, now I read pretty much everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And back then it was like, I'm just going to read what I like. And then a friend will be like, oh, you should read this also. And then I'd pick that up. Yeah. Yeah. My income wasn't like it was back then. <laughs> hmm. So I guess to start off with the whole flash miniseries, um, I guess just like a basic recap of this miniseries is like the flash is kind of, I guess he's working sort of as like a, like a messenger or like a, a like the rally guy yeah. who's trying to get all the, all the forces, you know, around to fight against the, you know, the army of the dead. So, you know, he starts off, you know, he's going to shoot out to Gorilla City mm-hmm. because he knows, you know, Solovar is like this super genius and, oh, he can help. And, you know, he while he's doing that, you have the rogues that decide, um, you know, they're not going to let anything happen to their city. Right. So Captain Cold kind of gets all the rogues to go down. And because all of like their, I guess the, the earlier versions of a bunch of them Uh are all back to life. Yeah. So, you know, while, while the rogues head out to do that, um, and they're fighting themselves, the flash, you know, gain because of his hope for everything gains a blue lantern ring and pretty much uses the ring to save kid flash. Who's been taken over by a black ring and, you know, pretty much, I don't even know how to say it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. I got a billion thoughts in my head. Um, but yeah, that's, that's like, I guess the basic, the basic gist. Yeah. Right. Um, the the one thing that I had forgotten about this book is the art style looks so ten years old at this point. It does. <laughs> Who um, did you do the creator roll call for this book? Oh, you know, I did not. The um, uh, this whole mini series was written by Jeff Johns. And the art was done by uh, Scott Collins on the whole thing. Okay. Uh, Michael, 
I don't know how to pronounce the last name. A A T I Y E H, Atia. Did the the colors? Yeah. And uh, Travis Landham did the lettering, and it was edited by Adam Schlagman. Okay. Um, but you know, like you can look at a comic book and just kind of place. Like if I look at an old Justice League book, just say from like when I was a kid, it looks like a book from the 70s, 80s. Yeah. And then in the late 80s, early 90s, when like Jim Lee and, you know, Todd McFarlane and all of them started coming, like those books look 90s. And like this book again, you know, now. I don't know. Now there's like such a differing art style where, I mean, mm-hmm. back in the day, everything sort of looked uniform. You know, there were a couple outliers that were like, you know, just spectacular. But for the most part, everyone kind of tried to draw the same sort of. But like nowadays, it's so, I don't know, you have like some hyper realistic, you have some super. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's like a buffet. Oh, yeah. But like, as soon as as soon as I opened this up, the first panel, I was like, wow, this this brings me back to, you know, 10 years. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> it was jarring, I would say for sure. But I don't know if it was. <sighs> I, I mean, obviously, I can't draw two stick figures. So. <laughs> right. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm just saying like it. It took me back to a it's place dated, in time, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, like and I mean, for honestly, one, for once, besides the '90s mm-hmm. art, you know, with pouches and big guns and big muscles, yeah. Like you look at this and you're like, oh yeah, this is the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Like, cause like the heavy shading. Yeah. On a lot of things. Like, that was, like, the end thing to do there for a while. Yep. Yeah. And and the first issue was, like, narration box heavy. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you know, just the whole style of this book, it's, it it brought me back. Yeah. You know, because not, not a lot of stuff is like this anymore. Nope. So, it's kind of cool. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and honestly, like you said, I mean, it's not, it's not jarring at first. You're just like, wow, but then I mean, once you start reading, you're just like, oh, okay, fits. You know, everything, right? Everything works, but it's like the way, you know, faces are drawn are different than how it would have been done nowadays. Yeah, you know, the way a lot of like the action stuff, it's. This is more old school animated. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, definitely. So, which I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. So what? What are your um, initial thoughts of the? I don't know if you want to do the whole mini as a whole or. Yeah, yeah. As a whole, I think it, and I think this works for other events, no matter how good or bad the event itself is. Mm-hmm. But these tie-in issues enrich the story as a whole. Yeah. Um, 
we we talked about this on when we did um, Batman Blackest Night one through three on the okay. Bat Pod, but we we asked each other, do you like it that it's separate like this when the event's going on aside from the ongoing series, or do you mind it curtailing into the actual series itself? Hmm. That's and a good because, question. Because my answer was both, kind of. Like, if it's a overall, like, global DC event... Right. I kind of like seeing the fallout in the regular title. Mm-hmm. But then again, like, if you're going to give me, especially if it's only, like, for two or three issues, right? Or even one. Right. But, like, if you're going to give me three or four separate issues, then go ahead and make it separate. So that way you can enrich the overall part of the story itself. Mm. Yeah, I I both agree and disagree. Yeah, that. yeah, I, that's the same way. Yeah, it's like you said, when it's like a full, I mean, because this encompassed the entire DC universe and it took place over like eight months. I like when you're going to do an event of that scale. I like when they'll give you, you know, say an eight or a 10 or a 12 issue, like a main story. Right. That you'll get the beginning, the middle and the end of the story. Mm-hmm. And things happen off camera. And while the main thing is going on, you'll get, you know, like little snippets of what's happening elsewhere that'll fill you in. Mm-hmm. And if it interests you and you want to read, you know, a Flash miniseries, that'll tell you this is what's going on in Central City. You know, this is what in Gotham City, this is what's happening in Metropolis. Then that's awesome. I like yeah. I like I like that it gives you the option of hey here's the story did you like the hints of this that we were giving you well here's another three issues that'll give you that story instead of when they do an event and they're like okay this is part 1 of 85 now you have to read you know a hawk and, hawk and dove issue 36 to get part 2 of the story Right. Then you have right. to read, you know, Batman. Then you have to read The Outsiders. Then you have to read a Doom Patrol. Then you have to read, you know, like, I don't like, you know, the... Like, like if, the if Superman it's gonna be, Triangle ones. Right. You know, like, if yeah. it's going to be on this kind of a scale, you know, and I guess I'll use some of the... In more recent times, there was the the X-Men series that was crossing over with Guardians of the Galaxy. I think, and it's like I, I'm not reading this other book, and now, like I was kind of interested in this one series, and now that you're crossing it over with other stuff, and I right. literally missing half of the story, I'm just dropping mm-hmm. it all. Right. <clears throat> you don't like. Yeah, that that when they'll that make crossover event part eighty books. Yeah. Yeah. But if they'll tease you with, hey, you know, these two characters showed up you know, for three or four pages here and now they're going off to do something else. Mm-hmm. Read what they're doing in Doom Patrol issues, you know, 21, 22, 23. Right. Yeah. I, I, I'm the same way. Like, I, I don't want it to cross over to where 
I have to read Batman, Superman, whatever, whatever, whatever. I mean, right. I mean, more sometimes times than not. I'm already buying all those books, anyways. <laughs> right. Like sometimes it works. You know, like Executioner Song, which was in the like right. the X books. Okay, yeah. it's only three issues of each one. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's basically the same as giving me a, a 16 issue, you know, miniseries or maxi right. series, whatever it is. Yeah. But you know, once you start. <laughs> Once you start getting past like 12 to 15 issues in something, it, I guarantee that a lot of people are like sort of just kind of check out. You know, I, I just want at that point, just give me a main story. And at some point I'll go back and read the rest. I don't want to have to pick up nine books a month that I'm not reading right. Right. just to just to get gaps filled in for me. Yeah. And, and that goes back to our previous statement where we missed some of these tie-ins because we weren't grabbing those books and they weren't part of the overall story. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But what about this one in particular? What was your favorite thing about flash one through three? Well, <coughs> blue lantern. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. A I new mean, black I, la- new black flash. Well, yeah, the reverse flash. <clears throat> yeah, but th- I mean, because that was kind of jarring too, because that's what he actually says. Oh yeah, is, and I'm like, yeah, that probably wouldn't have said that if it came out today. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm a Saint Walker fan. Yeah. So if you're gonna give me a Blue Lantern story, I'm gonna love it. But if you think about it, <laughs> out of everyone <laughs> in the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Who is the one that would be the Blue Lantern? It would be the Flash. Yeah. yeah. You know, because he's always he's always the hopeful one. He's not like the brooding one. He's not the gung-ho one. You know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, as soon as... I guess he got the ring... Was it the end of the first issue or the beginning of the second one? Uh... Now I'm trying... I think it's... It's at the end of well, I know no, the second the start issue. of the second one. Yeah, I was gonna say because the very beginning of the second one, the rogues got it starts with the rogues gallery, but he gets it right after that. Yeah, yeah, but um, when uh, yeah, when that happens, I mean, also I, I, I mean, I I also really enjoyed, you know, the golden. The Black Lantern Golden Glider interacted yeah. with her brother. <clears throat> yeah. I thought that was pretty great. Yep. Um, but at, I'm looking at it now. Um, I don't. Man, this app is terrible for reading comics. This app <clears throat> th- is terrible. I think for it's about comics. six or seven pages in, I'd say, when Golden Glider comes out and she kicks Captain Cold in the face. And at the bottom, like the last panel, you see the blue lantern symbol. Yep. It goes Barry Allen of Earth. Mm-hmm. Right there. <laughs> I remember the first time I read this, I was like, I almost lost my mind. I was like, oh my. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. I'm like, this is fantastic. Um, <clears throat> you know, that basically, you know, you learn to hold on to hope despite your past. You move mm-hmm. forward with faith in tomorrow. You instill trust, you know, that trust in those around you, despite the odds you never stop. You are truly Hope's messenger, and you see him with the ring floating to him. Uh-huh. It's good stuff. Yep. 
And then <clears throat> that's good stuff. And then he's like, "I, I thought you'd never ask." Yeah, which which is great. Um, as a quick aside, because I don't have all of these comics in, um, like easily accessible places because all my physical books are like just buried in my house at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I went to the DC Universe app to read these books. So did I. Yes. Now, did you read? What did you use to read the comics? Were you on your tablet? Were you on a TV? Were you on a computer? I was on my iPhone uh, Max. <clears throat> okay. I started off on my tablet and hated the experience. And I was like, uh-huh. maybe it's better if I just use my computer. Yeah. That like I can kind of scroll through it better. But it's uh-huh. not. It, no. it gives you... You have the one page. You can't zoom anything. You can go forward or backwards, and you. It, I couldn't figure out how to leave the comic book until you get to the last page of the. On your tablet. On the computer. Oh. There, there's no way. There's, there was no way until, that I found to X out of the book. You know, until, like until when I was the very reading. End. When I was reading issue two, I was like, oh, I want to check something out in issue one. And I couldn't. So I just I opened another browser (laughs) and opened the book through that. And I'm like, this is the dumbest thing (laughs) that I've I've ever done. Like, why can't they just make this easier? It wasn't it wasn't that bad on my phone. Like, it basically reads like comiXology. Okay. You know, like you can zoom in on and read panel to panel, right? And then after you get done with the page, then it zooms back out, so you can see the whole page or whatever. Right. Yeah. The but the desktop my issue, is bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, my issue was, and I'm at home on my Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. and hasn't been that bad, with, especially with all the storms that we've had or whatever. Right. But like. I would start another book and it would, you know, sit there and spin to download for. Oh uh, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, that that's fine because I just it's you know issue two and I'm just now starting it. <clears throat> but then like issue three, it did it like right in the middle, and I'm like, come on, this is like getting to the good part. <laughs> Hurry up and download this. I'm like I'm on dial-up again. Jeez. <laughs> but I. I but back to the actual book itself, though. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing all these characters again, if that makes sense. Like the the rogues or the rogues, and then you know the Black Lanterns again. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that. I mean, I'm reading Flash now, so I see rogues, you know, every once in a while, but like just going back and like, oh yeah, that this is what happened in this one. And like you said, like them all working together and Barry getting the ring mm-hmm. was pretty, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. It, overall, I, I'm glad that we got this three issue series to read for yeah. this event. Yeah. 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 
and it it also has one of my one of my favorite interactions between Barry and Wally. Okay. When Wally first comes, you know, shows up uh, and saves Barry from the Black Lantern Reverse Flash. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's like, I thought Reverse Flash was alive. And Barry's like, he is Wally. Resurrected sometime after this point in the timeline. And Wally's like, <laughs> yeah. and you wonder why I hate time travel. And Barry's just like, yeah, I'm not particularly fond of it myself. <laughs> I just think it's funny that the two guys that are always messing or, you know, messing stuff up in timelines. Yeah, are like, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. This this is why we shouldn't do that. This is why I hate it. But yeah, I mean, the fact that you have like zombie gorillas and yeah. zombie kid Flash and you know the the zombie rogues, it's uh-huh. it's a lot of characters I've always enjoyed, and it's nice, you know. I mean, like. The the regular rogues that make appearances in this, you have Captain Cold and Heatwave and Mirror Master, uh, Weather Wizards in it, Tricksters in it, Captain Boomerang, um, and then I think that's it. And then there's the the Black Lantern rogues is Golden Glider, the older Mirror Master, the Rainbow Raider, the older Trickster, you know Captain Boomerang Senior, uh-huh. <laughs> um. I forget. There's one other one. The top. Uh, what'd you say? The top, I think, is one of them. Yeah. 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 And it's like seeing, you know, all of that. And you have, you know, Captain Boomerang's trying to bring his father back <laughs> because mm-hmm. he's tricking him into just sending people for him to kill, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is great. Yeah. And um, I don't... um. I forget who it was that found him. That's like, you know, there weren't, you didn't do women and kids, right? You know, were there, were, 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 oh no, it was Captain Cold. It was the rest of the rogues found him. He's yeah. like, you know, we don't, we don't kill women, women and children. And yeah. basically just kicks him into the pit with the guy. Once he notices that there's, you know, like toys or, I think he found like a couple toys and a couple like pocketbooks or something down there. Yeah, right. And you know, but I liked another part too where uh, they're, they're flying in the last issue, mm-hmm. in issue three, and he's like, "Hang on, Wally, I've never flown before," <laughs> and like it's just that simple thing. Like I thought it was very amusing. Because, I mean, why would he fly? He can run all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So. (laughs) Yeah, this is, overall, I mean, I think the fact that Jeff Johns was writing this, um, you know, I mean, he was the whole, like, the main architect of this whole thing. Right, Um, That, the fact that he was writing The Flash... I think it it really speaks it speaks well to the overall story because he was able to you know like this this is really where a lot of the the ring spectrum stuff like with Sinestro and all that you know like this time period is where a lot of that stuff really started being pushed you know into the storyline yeah and having him 
at the helm of this with, you know, like a, a Blue Lantern centric story was great because, you know, he helped come up with all that stuff. Yep. And and the fact that it's Flash fits the character perfectly, you know, that the whole time, you know, he is just trying to help. And no matter how wrong things keep going, mm-hmm. you know, when, <clears throat> you know, like when he goes to Gorilla City and he's like, oh, Solovar will help. And then he realizes that Solovar's dead. And he's like, oh, OK, well, OK, now I'll do this and now I'll do that. And now, you know, like this, it's. One reason why I like Barry Allen. Yeah. You know, like this, the characterization of him is great. And then you have, you know, um, you know, with Bart that like he, I mean, he keeps saying like he doesn't really even know him, you know, and everything, but he's still, he's going to help. He's going to do, you know, like I, I have to save him. And, you know, he basically, manages to free him from you know the black the black lantern ring mm-hmm. you know and while while all that's going on i mean everything with with the rogues basically i mean batman and superman's bad guys are always like the head of the class everyone always talks about oh you know they're the best but for me it's the the flash you know the rogues they're the best they're like my personal favorite because, you know, even though they're committing crimes, they're, you know, to try and get money to survive or whatever, mm-hmm. they do have their code. And even though they're bad guys, they still have their code. And that's why Captain Captain Cold is like, listen, the dead are rising. We're going to stop this because that doesn't happen in our town. You know, so he's like, yep. even if even if we're going to die, we're going to do what we can to save our town. And I mean, it's all the characters in this, you know, the whole the whole miniseries are some of my all time favorites. And they're the way this series goes. You know, with each of them, it's it's like exactly how when I think of the characters, it's exactly how I think of them. Yeah. Yeah. This is, yeah. I, you're a hundred percent right for that because, uh, everything about it, like the mannerisms, the, mm-hmm. the their voices. Yeah. Like when I, when I think about it, this is, these are the characters that I think about, not, actually like zombie characters or fighting zombie characters, but their mannerisms, everything. Yeah. I totally agree. And the, I think probably like the coolest moment of, of this book as for me <clears throat> is like the last two or three pages of the final issue mm-hmm. where you have basically the flash you know, the blue lantern flash and captain cold giving the same like rallying speech mm-hmm. to their teams, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, basically, you know, whatever life throws at you, whatever, you know, however the road goes, you put one foot in front of the other, you keep moving forward, you know, and whatever it, it's like the two of them 
for all of their fights, they are the same people. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah. And I, I really enjoyed how, you know, how they how they played that off here at the end, you know, as the miniseries ends. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And, and I thought this was an actual good wrap up. Like, we didn't hurry. It wasn't a hurried up three issues either. Right. Yeah, it, the pacing you know, was good. There's, yeah, the start, the middle, the end. <laughs> yeah. And I I think for once, unlike some of the other um, Blackest Night minis that I read, mm-hmm. like you said, the pacing was good and it it leveled out. And I think three issues was just enough. Now, would I have read four, six, twelve issues of this? Heck yeah, I would have. Oh yeah, three was good. Yeah, like like you said. I mean, sometimes. If they gave a fourth issue, I think what probably would have happened is there would have been just a little too much setup. Yeah, right. You know, it like yep. the, the three issues here, it's perfect. You get in, you see what's happening. It builds. You have like your climactic fight. Mm-hmm. And then there's resolution and they move on and you're like, okay, that's a good thank you. <laughs> yep. You know, it doesn't. This one never had, you know, like you said also, sometimes there's so much build and then it's like, oh, crap, this is only three issues. And it's like yep. the last eight pages of that third issue are just like a rush of stuff to get everything finished. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so final final thoughts for one through three. I love it. Of Blackest Night Flash. I I love this like this mini series. And now I'm going to definitely have to go back and listen to not listen to. Well, I mean, I'll listen to the other podcasts talking about this, but I, I got to go back and read some of the other stuff. Cause like, as, as <laughs> you pointed out, I, I wasn't even thinking of the DC universe app and I'm like, I'm going to have to dig out so many comics. Yeah. And then you're like, uh, I read the Batman ones on DC universe. And I was like, Holy crap. Like, why do I not? <laughs> <laughs> not why did I not think of that? That, yeah. that was that that was going to be there. Um, yeah. it, now that it's very very easily accessible, I'm definitely going to go back. I I don't know if I'm going to read the full 70 80 issue run of this mm-hmm. whole thing, but I mean they had it broken up pretty nicely on the site, so you can just say, oh, I want to read the Blackest Night Wonder Woman, and they're right there. You know, oh, I want to read. You know, whatever these tie-ins, it's right there, so it's perfect. <clears throat> so, um, what are what are your final thoughts on this? I really, really, really <laughs> enjoyed going back and reading these. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like they hold up really. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said, you know, it's distinctive. The art's distinctive of the time. But that's just because we were reading during that time, I think, and how much it's evolved and changed since then. Right. But, uh, man, it it, it was so too. much fun. Yeah. I, I can't believe that it's only 10 years. Like, for some yeah. reason, 
it seems well, like way longer and well, listens no regular more. listeners of my, the podcast know how your how your concept of time shit. is. Yeah, this just fin- finished two months ago. <laughs> that was 2006. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I know you're not like a huge Jeff Johns guy. What did you think of of the writing in this? Oh, okay. So let me clarify. Now, <laughs> I do enjoy Jeff Johns' writing. Almost everything that he's done. I'm just not ready to put him on the Mount Rushmore of comics like a lot of people are. See, but it, to play devil's advocate here, the reason why a lot of people want to put him on like the Mount Rushmore of comics is because mm-hmm. of events like this. Mm-hmm. That he he was responsible or like a main contributing factor for like mm-hmm. some of the best stuff that happened mm-hmm. in this whole time period, which is why, yeah. you know, everyone's like, he's the best. And unfortunately now I think, I think he kind of relies on what he has done, which is yeah. why he's sort of delaying some other books. Yeah. Like, big so let me play devil. <laughs> I was going to say, but <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, uh, We'll see. We'll be reviewing Doomsday Clock in 2022. Yeah. <laughs> but let's wrap this one up. Yeah. Um, thank you all for listening to the this special hashtag JL May episode of the Absolute DC podcast. Like I said, um, you could check out there's the Lantern cast and Coffee and Comics podcast and uh, the podcast of OA. Um, trying to see, it looks like. The Dr. DC podcast, the Birds of Prey podcast, uh, it all comes back to Superman podcast. Um, yeah. The Lanterns podcast? Well, oh, I said the Lantern podcast. Uh, the Lantern cast. Uh, Waiting oh, yeah. for Doom, apparently there's a Doom Patrol podcast. They talked about those. Uh, also, the yeah. Bat Pod did the Batman Blackest Night miniseries. You know, you can check all of them out. Uh, I will be tweeting out links you know, and and tagging them when this episode comes out, so you can kind of find some of them. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us on Twitter, I am at Aaron S Bell, and I'm at Rumbar three sixteen. And the show is at uh, what is this? <laughs> DC oh my underscore God. absolute. Every time I forget, <laughs> DC underscore absolute. Uh, or you can email us at absolute DC podcast at gmail dot com. <laughs> and that's a podcast. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Huh? Well, hello, beautiful. Holy nightmare. It's the world's greatest superman. Ronnie and Aaron. Yep. I feel like we have strongly different viewpoints before we discuss what each other's viewpoints are. Faster than a streak of lightning. A DC Comics podcast. Absolute. Tell me something, my friend. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Yeah, sure, why not? I'll get into my silly speculation. Aquaman! I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Batman. He's a hipster. The Black World's Fastest Human! I mean, I grew up with Wally West. Uh, is this okay? <laughs> is that caught as, long as, as long as we don't get caught. Think about the future! If you're good at something, never do it for free. 
dude, you're a dumbass. You are foolish. All this nerd talk. Ooh. DC absolute. Yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. And, um, there's been some good. There's been some great. There's been some really terrible. And there's been some average, I think. No, that wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Ooh. Nerdy Legion. Nerdylegion.com. Absolute worst piece of garbage ever.